Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive in to today's topic. Hypothyroid and depression are linked. In fact, WebMD says that even though they're separate diseases, depression can be a symptom of hypothyroidism and sometimes treating your thyroid can improve depression more than depression medications. So definitely have a conversation with your doctor about depression if you feel like that's something that you're going through. Today we're going to talk about seasonal affective disorder, which is the light-related depression. Now, it can be linked to depression. A lot of times when somebody has some depression, it increases, and sometimes people only have the SAD, the SAD, the light-related depression. Whatever it is for you, today I'm going to empower you to, again, be the CEO of your own health to help yourself in this dark season I live in Minnesota. I've lived in Alaska before, and it's dark. Even though we're coming into January, it's still dark, and it really affects people. I don't want you to have any shame in that. Know that you are not alone, and know that there are things that you can do to help yourself. So let's dive into some of these things. Now, I asked for input, and I love the feedback I got. And the first thing I'm going to start with is a quote from my friend Rhonda. I just love this. She says, what helped me first and foremost is to use medication. She uses SSRIs, SNRIs to temporarily give my brain chemistry a jumpstart while I get back on track with more natural and habit treatment. She goes on to say, I have never been able to dig myself out naturally and I have learned that the hard way. I love her honesty and openness. I love her willingness to do what her body and her brain need and her ability to listen to what's going on and to learn from it so that, you know, when things get bad, she knows, okay, I haven't been able to dig myself out on my own naturally. It's time to do some medications. She did at the add at the end that as soon as she safely can, she works with the guidance of her doctor to taper that medication. So what are some things that you can do naturally in addition to medication? Like I said at the very beginning, the first thing when you're dealing with depression is to find out if you have a thyroid problem. Um, it's one of the top tests that your doctor should be running 
if you have depression, because a lot of times they are linked. Studies show that if you have hypothyroidism and depression, thyroid medications can work better than antidepressants. So definitely work with your doctor on that. Again, you are the CEO of your own health. Your doctor or your healthcare provider is on your team. Work as a team to figure out what is going to be best for you. The second thing to do after talking with your doctor is get a light box. I headed over to Amazon and I typed in light box, 164 different results. So you can pick out your light box based on the price or based on the style, based on the size. But when you're looking at light boxes, you want to make sure that it doesn't have any UV rays. You want it to have a lot of light and it's a specific light that comes out of and then you want it about 16 to 24 inches from your face and you're not looking directly at the light, but it's right with you. So a good time to do this is first thing in the morning, turn that light on. And maybe that's the time when you read your Bible or you read whatever development book that you're going through right now. Maybe you have it with you while you eat some breakfast. You want to have that light in the morning for 20 to 30 minutes. This light is the one thing that every single person who responded to my inquiry about what do you do for seasonal affective depression or disorder, or what do you do for depression in the winter? Every single person told me that they use the light box and that is the number one thing that they have to do. So head over to Amazon or wherever you shop and grab a light box. Super, super helpful. The next thing you need to do is make sure you're getting enough sleep and rest. I love that we are rhythmic, cyclical people. Every weekend, every, you know, seven days, we reset. And I hope you do reset. I hope you have a day where you just, you rest and you reset and you focus on what is important. Every single year, our seasons go through this time of rest in the winter And we need to honor that in ourselves too. It's not a bad thing to rest. I know our culture has made it seem like we need to hustle. We need to go, 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 go. And if you're not going full speed ahead at all times, then somehow you're not right. But that thinking is not right. You are created to need to rest. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. So honor that rest. If you have a hard time sleeping or resting, if you, especially if you have a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep, I have a free five-day email course that you can go through. It's called the Jumpstart to Refreshing Sleep and Rest. Like I said, it's free. Every day I pop into your email inbox and I give you maybe a one-minute email to read and then something to do to help you fall asleep to stay asleep. I know that there's a lot of different things that can interfere with your sleep. So in those five days, we come at this issue of sleep from the whole person perspective. That is what I do. I help you with the whole person perspective. So body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. We talk about all five of those in that free jumpstart to refreshing sleep and rest. The link to it is in the description or in the show notes for this podcast episode. You can also find it over on healthwithhashimotos.com slash links. I've got all my resources there. There's also a button at the top of the website 
you can click on the resources link and you can find the link right there. When you are dealing with this feeling of fatigue, make sure you're getting enough rest. It's okay. You can rest more. You can sleep more. And when you're coming off of the holidays or when you're coming off of a stressful event, your body actually needs more sleep. It's okay. You might feel like you need more sleep because you do need more sleep. It's okay. You have my permission to get more sleep. You can go to bed earlier. Obviously, if you have a job or you have to get kids up to school, you might not be able to sleep in but you can go to bed earlier and then try to maintain a consistent bedtime because it really does help. So that consistent bedtime might be earlier for all of January and February. That's okay. Do what you need to do for optimal physical, mental, emotional health and even spiritual health. I love the story in the Bible where I think it was Elijah, maybe Elisha was having a super, super, super horrible time he wanted to die. And God said, here's some food, eat and now sleep. And he did. And then he woke up and okay, repeated that here's some food, eat and now take a nap. What he needed for his emotional and spiritual health was a good meal and some refreshing sleep. Sleep is important for all parts of you. All right, so we talked about medications, a light box and the importance of sleep. The next thing that was mentioned by several people is brain and body healing. Your mind, your brain are two different things. So your brain is like the physical structure in your body. And then your mind is what goes on inside of your brain, how it works. Your brain can heal and restore and renew. Your mind can also heal and restore and renew. Now, the thing with our minds is they want to go where it's convenient. They want, our minds want to go where they're used to going, just to stay in the same track, right? And I'm sure you notice this because that's what habits are. And that's what habits of our minds are. Maybe you see a certain thing and every time you see that one thing, it reminds you of a specific event. It's because it's a trigger and your mind just goes down that well-worn path. Well, guess what? When you are dealing with anything in life, you can create new thought patterns. This is especially important when you are dealing with depression and anxiety. Yes, there are things that you can do physically and yes, medications help. But what also helps is retraining your mind so that it goes in a different direction. Am I saying that this is like easy and you're going to be able to snap your fingers and just change how you think? No. And I don't want you to attach any shame or guilt or blame to this because I'm not telling you that anything is your fault. What I am saying is you have an opportunity to create new paths in your brain so that your thoughts go in a different direction. You can do thought work to recreate healthy patterns in your mind. Our brains have so much power to heal and repair. If you want some resources for this, I have three different recommendations. Number one is Dr. Caroline Leaf. She is amazing at talking about the brain and mind and helping you learn this. And I love how she talks about the physical structures in your brain. She points out that they look like trees. And when you have diseased 
trees when your mind has unhealthy patterns the dendrons and the neurons in your brain actually look diseased they look like diseased trees and when you create healthy patterns they look different in your mind those actual physical dendrons in your mind in your brain they look different So Dr. Caroline Leaf is amazing, super helpful for this. She has an app, it's called the NeuroCycle app, and it takes you through, I think, 63 days in her course to create better pathways. And you can do it as many times as you need to. Super, super helpful course. The other resource I have for you is John Acuff. And he's written two books. So those, I said I was going to give you three resources. John Acuff has two of those. So the book he wrote for adults is Soundtracks. It was the first one he wrote on this. And he talks about your mental thoughts as a soundtrack playing throughout the day. And you get to turn the volume up. You get to turn the volume down. You get to turn on a new soundtrack. I love the visual and auditory picture of that. He got so many comments from parents saying, this is something that my teen needs. This is something that my kids need, that he wrote an additional book with his two teen daughters. And it's basically soundtracks, except it's for teens. And that book is called Your New Playlist. We have both of those books. They're both excellent. Buy whichever one suits you best. If If I was buying one now, I would probably buy your new playlist because I have four kids. And so we're working through that book with the kids right now to help them create new soundtracks, new playlists in their mind so that they can create healthy thought patterns. If you say, I'm no good. I'm no good at whatever. I'm no good at cooking. I'm no good at drawing. I'm no good at whatever. Fill in the blank. Your mind is going to look for proof that you are correct. If you say, I am improving or I am getting better at this, your mind is going to look for proof that you are right. We all have ways that we can improve and changing our soundtracks, our mental thought patterns are one way that we can train our brains to look for the good and to improve. So working on both your brain and body healing is crucial. And that one is important all year round, not just during the winter. The light box, you're probably gonna need that more obviously during the winter when it's darker. The mind work, the thought work, you need that 365 days of the year. The other thing that you can do for seasonal affective disorder or for depression or anxiety or anything is always make sure that your brain, your physical brain has the building blocks it needs for optimal health. Your brain, every nerve cell has a lot of healthy fats in it. So if you are not giving your brain the physical building blocks, those healthy fats in your diet, then you're not going to have optimal health in your brain. Make sure that you are giving your brain the building blocks. In pregnancy and breastfeeding, we mothers, we give away so many healthy fats. And women who are not supplementing with enough omega-3s have an increased risk of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Well, if that's true for pregnancy and breastfeeding, do you think it's probably true for the rest of life too? If we're short on omega-3s, 
then our brain doesn't have what it needs for healthy building blocks. So if you are struggling, make sure that you are getting enough omega-3s in your diet. If you're not getting enough in your diet, then that's where supplementation comes in. I have recommendations for what I use, what I have vetted, make sure that they are really good quality because I think it's like 70% of the omega-3s on the market are already oxidized by the time they reach you. Well, that's disgusting. You don't wanna do more harm in your body by taking oxidized oils gross. No, you will need something that's actually helpful. So I have two different resources on my website. Again, it's healthwithhashimoto's.com and you go up to the resources button and I have links to where I buy my own supplements for myself and for my family. In addition to omega-3s, St. John's wort, ashwagandha, iron, and enough electrolytes can all be helpful when you are dealing with depression. So to recap, the things that you can do if you are dealing with depression anytime or especially in the winter with seasonal affective disorder, make sure that you're talking with your healthcare provider about medications. Get a light box. Make sure you're getting enough sleep and rest. Work on thought work on that brain, body, mind healing, and then supplement as needed. And one more thing, I worked with one emergency room physician and we know in medicine that there is seasonal affective disorder. And when it starts to get dark, people come in more with depression. However, there's also a link with the holidays. So one of the doctors that I worked with, he would call a separate thing, Yuletide affective disorder. Now that is not an official diagnosis, but the holidays are really hard on people. And so when people would come in to the emergency department and they would be severely depressed or suicidal and they've had losses in their family and they're lonely, it increases during the holidays. So also recognize that that can be part of the picture. While it is not an official diagnosis, when you are feeling those losses and feeling that pain and that grief more acutely around the holidays and around significant dates like birthdays and anniversaries, surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you, who are going to lift you up, who are going to sit there with you in your pain and grief. There's no stop button on pain and grief. I cannot give you a supplement or something that's going to take away the pain and the grief. Pain and grief are the, the price we pay for deep love. We would not give up that deep love and yet it hurts so badly when that person is gone. I wish I had something to take away that pain and grief for you. I don't. Make sure that you are doing all that you can so that you are healthy in all of the other ways, so that you can get through this painful season when you are grieving. If you ever need somebody to pray for you, drop a note in my Instagram and I will send you a voice note. I love to pray for people. I'll just, I'll pray with you over Instagram or Telegram. I love Telegram too. I firmly believe that prayer helps. All right, as we head into the new year, I would love to hear what questions do you have about Hashimoto's, about hypothyroid? What questions do you have that you want me to address in 2023 on this podcast? This podcast is here to serve you and to provide value for you. So let me know what you wanna hear about in the new year. 
This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.